0: Hello, and thank you for joining us on Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Women Living Intentional, a group created for those who are looking and ready to live in purpose. Now over to your host, Tayani Tellis.
1: Hello, and welcome to Posh Talks Podcast, where Living Intentional consists of high vibes and posh lifestyles. I'm your host, Tayani Samara, and today's episode is write it, Publish it. Pamela stated in a recent interview: starting my journey as an entrepreneur almost 10 years ago, although I have been writing all my life, I would sit in my room and read and write for hours. Rather than go outside and play, I had ridiculous ideas and goals for my life that sounded funny to those who didn't understand them. I would write them down and hide them because I didn't want anyone to find them and laugh. They seemed so far-fetched, so out of reach until about 10 years ago when the scripture. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Came so came alive to me. I understood that if writing and reading was therapy for me, then I can encourage, equip and empower others through my writing. I began self-publishing my books and had so many aspiring authors come to me asking about the process. I had to go back and realize that I did not have a process that I did have a process, a system that I could use to help others self-publish. And go from having a book to building a brand. Thus, RT Smith Agency was birthed. I I recently found very interesting in an article that statistically shows insecurity, uncertainty, and free the freedom and will are are key factors as to why people never successfully publish a book. People start with fear and sometimes even terror sleeping inside of them. And sadly for authors these fears stop them from even writing their books at all. Luckily for our guest, she has helped people move past fears and filled them with confidence to share their stories and journeys. Hello, Pam, and welcome, and thank you for joining us today.
0: How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I am well. So I just want to, like, jump
1: right into it, and I just want to know a little bit more about your journey and what that looks like for you. Um, I know I went over, you know, that you are an author, but it's a lot of other hats that you wear. So could you tell us a little bit more about who Pam is and what that journey looks like for you?
0: Sure. Well, I am a wife, a mother. Um, I am an evangelist. Also, a life coach, publishing consultant, and an author, um, in my journey right now, I would have to describe it as very, very busy, but very enriching um, in that I do help aspiring authors um, self publish their book and then teach them how to use their book to build their brand and whether they are using the book for business for ministry, or even just as a personal accomplishment, I help them get published and take their message and spread it out to those to whom they are called to serve.
1: Right. That's so awesome. That is so awesome. So, I mean, even just hearing that, I was just like, wow, like you're doing this. You have <laughs> a lot that you're committed to. So what is one tactic that you could give or Advice for someone who is, you know, sitting here and juggling all of these different hats and, you know, they feel like, okay, I can't, you know, I can't leave this to focus on something else or vice versa. Like, you know, how do you spread out the duties and stay so well-connected to each project and even just being a mom and a wife?
0: (laughs) Well, um Honestly, things sometimes can get chaotic even with the most organized person. Uh, What I try to remind myself of is that I have to keep the main thing, the main thing, which is ministry. I'm called to serve. And my family is my first ministry. So when I realize that I have to serve them first before I can go out and serve other people, that kind of helps me with streamlining things. One thing that I recently did was I took a look at kind of all of the titles, and I was like, those are not necessary because being an evangelist, a speaker, and a life coach, and even an author, so to speak, They're all the same thing because they're all requiring me to serve people. And so I realized that these things can be streamlined because it doesn't matter the platform. I don't have right. to be behind a pulpit or a podium to be operating as an evangelist. I don't have right. to be behind a pulpit or a podium to be speaking. So as long right. as I stay true to my mission, which is to help women align their success goals with their spirituality so that they are living purpose-driven lives, I can operate in any of those dimensions wherever I'm at or whatever I'm being asked to do at a particular event. I think wow. where I started to get overwhelmed at was when I looked at the different titles and thought to myself that I had to be operating in a different dimension for each one when they're really – there are three different titles, but they're all the same, which is service. Right, and I
1: I think that I find that very interesting because as you talked, I was sitting here thinking, like, you know, are all the hats that we or the titles that we give ourselves necessary, you know, Mm -hmm. or does that create more stress? And as I was, you know, hearing you talk, I'm like – it does create a level of unnecessary or unneeded stress because you do feel like you have to operate differently based on each title, like you have to show up as a different person or, you know, it requires this, 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 and this, but ultimately you have found that you're just here to serve, and whatever capacity and alignment that is for you, that's what you want to do. So, Absolutely. I really, really love that. Um, So, I mean, like, what is one of the biggest challenges you see in aspiring authors today?
0: I think, um, I used to think it was getting started writing, but now, after talking to so many, it's actually completing the writing, because now a lot of them are motivated enough to start but they're not right. dedicated and committed enough to finish. So I think that's right. the biggest challenge: not really having a writing schedule, or if they have one, not really being committed to it, to where they're actually going to complete the project.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like, what do you feel like? Because I mean, I understand, but like, where do you think that is? It like the fear that starts to come up, or writer's block, like? I mean, I know it could be so many things, but like people are starting to write and they don't finish like what what is the biggest thing that you feel
0: is the reason why, and how can they move past that? I think it's a combination of writer's block and then a com- and also coupled with not being intentional about their time. Okay. We all can say we don't have enough time to get things done. And if we kind of look at it from from the standpoint of all that we have to do, then we really don't have enough time. But when we look at it from the standpoint of this is something that I want to do, this is something that I must do, this is something that I'm going to do, so I'm going to block out this time, be intentional about it, This time Mm -hmm. belongs to writing, you know, and it doesn't have to be every day. When I first started writing, I was told that I needed to write every day. I found that not to be true. What works best for me is realizing what else do I have going on and then fitting that time to write into that schedule. So a lot of times I write three days a week, but my schedule is when I'm writing, I block out two to three hours on those two to three days a week, and I write during that time. I I can't be interrupted. I don't do anything else but write. So I think writer's block, you know, Having an idea in the head but not being able to kind of expand it on paper, you know, we can say this is what I want to write about, and once we start writing, we're like, okay, that's all I have to say. But being able to expand that idea and overcome writer's block and then being intentional about the time. Yeah,
1: yeah, I definitely agree. And just to kind of switch gears because – Writer's block is real, (laughs) and Mm -hmm. my own journey of just writing, I was like, oh, my God, like, I really can see how, you know, fear can start to come up, especially when, depending on the type of writing that you're doing. So if you're being transparent, and, you know, the words are going on the paper, and it's like, ooh, do I want to share this much? You know, (laughs) should I share this? Like... You know, you have so many other things that come up that kind of put it on the back burner. So for yourself, when you feel like, how do you decide, or you know, design what type of writing you're going to do, and then shifting out of like that writer's block um, space that you're in, like, where do you get your creativity back from,
0: and that confidence
1: um, to keep writing, to keep going?
0: I, one thing, I pretty much stick to the same genre. I did one okay. book um, that I released earlier this year that was actually Christian fiction, and that was mm-hmm. my first time doing a fiction-type book. But for the most part, I stick to inspirational-type writing uh, okay. because that's just my target, the target audience that I'm called to serve. But to avoid writer's block, what I do is whatever subject – that I've prayed about and I feel led to write on, I try to make sure I read as much as I can on that subject throughout my right. writing. And what I do from what I've read and what I've learned, I try to, you know, write it out in my own thoughts and ideas about that particular subject.
1: Gotcha. Yes.
0: Yeah. And
1: that's really great advice. Um, so what inspired you to, like, start writing? Um, so really just because you've published so many books, and I'm just like, <laughs> yes, Pam. <laughs> I like, going like, what was that one moment where you're just like, I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, this is my purpose.
0: Writing, um as you mentioned, kind of when you were introducing me, I've been writing pretty much all of my life, ever since I okay. could. I would journal. I would... They stuck up in a room literally all day long just writing. And when I realized that I was being called pretty much out of hiding, I say, uh, because I've always been shy to be in front of people, but when I realized right. that God needed what I had to say or what I could contribute to the kingdom and he was calling me out of hiding, I used writing as a ministry tool because, honestly, I – took it upon myself to say, well, rather than speak, I write, because I'm a better writer than I am speaker to me. And so I started publishing my writing as a ministry tool and as a way to keep from speaking. And God said, okay, well, since you're trying to be slick about it, you're going to do both. You're still going to speak, too. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'll let you write, but you're still going to do what right. I said as well and <laughs> speak. So that's, that's how my writing journey began um, when I first said yes to the full call of what God was calling me to do, I used writing kind of as a cop-out where I could still hide behind a book and don't really have to show my face or let people hear my voice.
1: Right, definitely. So, okay, so let's just say, for instance, someone publishes a book mm-hmm. and they're in love with it, but it's not getting the traction that it deserves. I know this is kind of... Let's feel, but, like, what Mm -hmm. type of encouragement? Because I know a lot of people are very ego-driven by their work because they feel like it's wrong, it's their story, you know, and, of course, you know, you feel like everyone wants to read it. They should read Mm it, you know, things of that nature. But what happens, what's that turning point, or not a turning point, let me say, Mm -hmm. how do they overcome that when they're not getting the responses that they thought they should receive from, you know, writing this book, they've written it, they've completed it, you know, got it over to, you know, a publisher, a publishing company, and they're at this point where it's like nobody's seeking out their work. Like how would they move past something like that?
0: Well, um, first of all, they would have to – go back and make sure that what they've written is actually there's a key message in the book that is going to solve someone's problem, fill a void or a need. And then they would need to make sure that their target audience is basically that they're marketing to the right audience. That's why you have to do writing. um, Being an author is just like running a business. It is a business as, as a matter of fact so you have to make sure that your target audience is right because you may just be marketing to the wrong people that really don't need to hear what it is that you have in your book so I would say that make sure there's key messaging because writing also book, book publishing is also kind of taking a lot of negative feedback now because you hear a lot of people say oh Everybody is an author. It don't take nothing to publish a book. And so it's almost has gotten the reputation of not being the great accomplishment that it once was, although right. it still is. It's an accomplishment to start writing, finish the writing, and then actually publish your book and then put it out there for people to read your message. So it's right. a, an accomplishment, but because social media and all of that, you know, you kind of get publishing kind of is getting a bad name because it is easier now to publish than what it was 20, 30 years ago. So a person has to make sure that their message is on point. Um, it's not something that's already out in the target audience that you're trying to reach, and if it is, it has to be very distinctive from that same type of message. A lot of people are writing inspirational type books. A lot of people are writing books, um, business-type books on success and wealth and things like that. So you have to find a way to distinguish yourself as an author. And once you distinguish yourself as an author, then people are going to automatically assume that your book and your messaging is distinct from everything else that they're already hearing and everything else that they're already seeing. So sometimes you just have to switch up your marketing and who you're trying to reach. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I think, I don't even know if that question came out right, but you hit it dead on how how I, the response that I wanted, um, because (laughs) I think that's the biggest thing. Like, I know a lot of people are writing, and I see it all the time. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, I, I haven't heard that, you know, the whole becoming an author thing now as a coach I have heard, you know, business. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's like I feel like if you have a story to tell it should be told because one back right. to what you were saying, we're here to serve and, you know, all of our tes- testing moments are testimonies, I feel though. So, you know, any way that you can get through another person I think is is dope. So, um, with that Absolutely. being said um, do you think someone could be a writer if they don't feel emotion strongly?
0: If they don't if they're not emotionally attached to what they're writing. Yeah. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Um, I I don't think it's going to be as impactful as it right. could be if the person, the writer themselves, is not emotionally attached, because you have to care about the end result of the reader. When this right. person reads this book, how is this going to change their life? How is this going to make them better? So, without being emotionally attached, you're not really going to be too concerned with the end result of the reader. Right. What the writer is more or less going to be concerned about is how much money they're going to be able to make from writing the book.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think that's, that's probably where a lot of people get that. because um, that, I do see it, like a lot of people are writing, but it's not – you can tell when someone writes to – write and be intentional to change someone's life or when they're just writing to be an author to sell.
0: But, you know – Absolutely, absolutely. And it's funny because I had that conversation with a client of mine about two weeks ago, and I was explaining to them the difference. I was like, the difference is writing is my gift. It's my passion. That's why I'm always writing. Even if I'm not writing to publish, I'm always writing. But the difference in me and somebody that just has been an author on their bucket list is because they're just penning some words just to put it in a book just to say, hey, I'm an author. But the true writer who is gifted to write, they're going to be writing for an impact. You know, I want people to hear this so that they don't have to go through this or so that they can get better in this area or so that they can really accomplish this.
1: Right. I am just so loving this only because, like, I'm just gaining a lot of insight, and I know for a lot of listeners who hear this because even just, like, key things that you mentioned where, you know, for people who are in business, that you're writing, but also making sure it's parallel to what you're already doing. Um, because right. Those are the people that ultimately will support you. And if this so far fits, I can see how, you know, low sales can occur or just not the traction or response that you you felt you was going to get um, doesn't happen. So, um, mm-hmm. like, if you can tell your younger self your younger writing self, anything, what would it be?
0: I would tell her to publish sooner than she did. I would also um, tell her, I know that you mentioned how many books I've written, and I, I'm proud of that. I give God the glory for that. But what yes. I would tell my younger self is to spend more time um marketing and promoting even that very first book. Um right. and that that's one of the things I see a lot of mistakes a lot of authors make. Um, you know, they write a book and then, you know, five, six months later they're on to another one and they're right. not no longer mentioning the one that they just wrote, and I've kind of been on that pattern, so to speak, a little bit because it does take, I feel like it takes more than one to build your brand as an author. Now, if you're writing to kind of supplement your brand and you're adding a book to your brand, that's different, but me as an author, you know, I'm writing to establish a brand as an author slash publisher. So I know it takes more than one to build that brand as such, but I would have spent more time marketing because I've gotten some great results from all of my books. So I just only imagine now what would have happened had I put more time into marketing that book. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I definitely understand what you're saying. So – um, I mean, even just with that piece, and I know we're close to being done because we can go on and on about this, especially because I'm very interested in the conversation. What is, like, <laughs> a quick writing, like, format layout that you can give our listeners um, who are thinking about, you know, writing a book, writing a poem, like, what is a layout or format that they can take
0: on to complete or just to get
1: started with their writing?
0: Okay. Number one, pray about what message it is that God wants you to give to your target audience. Number yeah. two, create a writing schedule for yourself. If you're going to write one time a week um, for three hours that day of the week, then do that. Stick to that schedule. Once you write it, make sure before you publish it that the book is proofread, the book is edited. Uh, make sure you invest in a quality cover design, and then make sure that after you've written a book, after you've published the book, that you take a lot of time and even invest money into marketing and also have a sales strategy because a lot of people do get caught up in just marketing, marketing, marketing. Well, marketing is pretty much telling people about your book, but you still need to have a sales strategy to get them to actually buy the book. So write, publish, market, sell. You need a strategy for all four of them.
1: Yes. And block out time to write.
0: <laughs> yes, I, in that
1: writing piece,
0: make that create that writing schedule and stick to it. <laughs> yes,
1: I'm, I'm here. <laughs> okay, I'm like, what does intentionality mean to you? What does what intentionality mean to you?
0: Intentionality um, to me is about being committed. Um, letting that passion of what it is that you're doing take over and lead and guide you. When you're intentional about something, you mean that whatever risk you have to take, you're going to get it done. You want to see the fruit. You want to see the manifestation. So you go about diligently planting those seeds so that you can see a manifestation of what it is that you intend to do. Yes, I love it. I love it. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) Like, what's one word to describe your journey right now?
0: You can just one word. Um, One word to describe my journey. I would say grateful. Grateful. I love it.
1: I don't think we (laughs) need to go into, like, why? The great word. Grateful. And I always ask everyone, like, just one word because, you know, it definitely helps other listeners who are on a, on a similar journey because I have some people who come in and they speak on a podcast, and sometimes it's like, you know, frustration. But it's just to let people know, like, even as much great things are, that you do day-to-day in and out, and I know we've discussed this a little bit in private, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, journeys are different. and Right. And depending on the season and the moment that you catch people in, um There's different words to describe that. So I definitely like to hear, like, you know, what is that one word? Because even for myself, if you asked me today that one word, I would probably tell you chaotic or something. But it does not mean, (laughs) you know, everything is going wrong. It's just maybe today, you know, everything is
0: not in place as it should be, and it's okay. (laughs) Right, absolutely, absolutely. I like that you said it's okay Because some people get hung up on because it's this way today. Things change. Seasons change. If you're putting in the work, things are going to change. And so you have to be okay with things being that way temporarily. Right. Definitely. Like you have to surrender to
1: your emotions almost and say, hey, you know, I'm going to feel how I feel in this moment. And then I'm going to move past it because I think the biggest thing, and it's so, I feel like it um, is parallel to writing, you know, where focus goes, energy flows. And it's like, um, and that's actually one of the names of my chapters because I'm like,
0: wow. well, on my writing
1: journey, I was like, okay, God, like what do you want me to write and how is this going to even make sense? Like
0: what mm-hmm. stories
1: in this? it came up in my spirit, like, where focus goes, energy flows. So, you know, mm-hmm. even if you're mm-hmm. caught up on, you know, how you're feeling in that moment, of course everything is going to feel horrible because depending on how you're feeling, that's what's, you know, going to flow throughout your day. Same thing for writing. If you committing, you say, okay, I'm going to write, and I'm going to write, and I'm going to write, then that's what you're going to do. So, um, Right. I just, that was just my little... I don't know where it I came love from. that. It
0: God, <laughs> it, it, it was God. It was it's a God thing, and, and I love it. <laughs> yes.
1: So I mean, any last like words of advice
0: um, that you
1: can give our listeners, or anything else that we did not cover, because we covered a lot. Um, yes. If it, yes. If you're not inspired to write after this, then I don't know. <laughs> Maybe talk to him in private
0: so she can give you that encouragement. But yeah, any last advice you have for our listeners? Well, I definitely advise anyone um, that has a story that others can learn and benefit from to actually publish it. Um, Again, even if you're not trying to build a brand as an author. Use the book to supplement your business. If you have a lot of business knowledge and wisdom, put that in a book and share that. But I think everybody has at least one book in them, and I think everybody needs to publish it. So create your writing schedule, start writing, pray about it, and get it published.
1: Yes, I love it. So last thing, how can they find you? How can they connect with you? How can they
0: support you?
1: Um, and how can make get that book published?
0: <laughs> okay, I am on Instagram at Pamela Denise Smith, and my website for um, I offer free 15-minute author consultations. www.rpsmiths.com. So it's rpsmiths with an S on the end. dot com
1: Yes, well, thank you so much, Pamela, for being a part of today's podcast. I'm super supportive of you and everything that you have going on. And thank you. Yes, listeners, remember to subscribe to com for upcoming episodes. Today's
0: episode, show notes,
1: what Information will be in the show notes, guys, sorry. Um, And remember, podcast Houston tickets are still available at Com. Join us August 2nd through the 4th, 2019 for a 48-hour retreat you will not forget. This retreat is about coming as you are and leaving full. Also, take advantage of our one-hour strategy and planning call by signing up today. Using call POSH Talks Podcast to receive a special discount. During this call, you will gain the creativity and clarity to you launch your dream project, marketing strategies, and identifying market opportunities. Again, you can book online at www.intentionallyposh.com. Lastly, our 90 day dream course is now live. Sign up to receive private intense coaching as well as 24 7 support. You will learn how to ditch the worker's mentality, the key to running your business like a CEO social media strategies, and lastly, once to scale, how to sell and grow. We thank you again for listening. Until next time, have a high vibe intentional week.
0: Thank you again for listening to Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast was brought to you and sponsored by Women Living Intentional and Intentional Investments. Want to learn more about us? Check us out at intentionallyposh.com. And as always, have a high five intentional week.